Blog Talk Radio. I've been waiting for you, boy. Now, where's the shit? The shit? The shit.
my mind Feeling like committing a crime Get a lot for that I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line Welcome you to another episode of The Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. This is The Foundation, and we are High Frequency. Appreciate y'all. And of course, we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So we're always looking to correctly apply that correct information here on the foundation. And uh, as always, I would like to give all thanks, honors, praises to the creator and the ancestors. As always, I want to say peace, salute, shout out, respect, um, love to my big brother, Yusuf L., you can call him Uncle Yusuf. I think that's cool. If, if he says, yo, what the heck? Just be like, yo, so said it's cool. But, you know, shout out to Yusuf L, man. High Frequency Radio Network. Dot com. <clears throat> dot blog talk. I mean, however you want to look at me. SPC University. Private Side Solutions. It's more. I just can't think of it. I can't keep up, Wayne. I can't be. I, I just can't do it. But yeah, shout out to the big brother. As always, I'd like to welcome you to check out Welcome to TheFoundation.com. Make sure you sign up for the email list, man. Getting close to, you know, a milestone as far as email subscribers, man. It's getting real close. I'm excited. So if you haven't already, I would really appreciate it. If you went to Welcome to TheFoundation.com and just sign up for Just throw your email and just make a fake one. I'm just playing. Don't do that. You don't miss out on the on the juice. But yeah, man, sign up for the email list. As always, of course, you know, the PDF section is there. Download and go. It's a free, you know, free learn on. I also want to say 
You can check out that education section. Got the Foundation Trust Primer, got the Passport, No Social Part One, Part Two with Chris L. I mean, the brother's a scholar. He's a genius. And I ain't just saying that. My man is very, very smart, man. I, it's, 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 it's someone I respect as far as his intellect. You know what I'm saying? So that passport, no social part one, part two. You know, it, it, it's juice. It's the juice, man. It's juice boxes. Also, Foundation Trust Series, part one and part two are on the website. But soon, you'll be able to grab the part three. Part three is available you can email me admin at welcome to, to the foundation. What is it? Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. My bad. If you're looking to, you know, if you already have part one and part two of the foundation trust series, just email me and you can get, you know, your hands on the foundation trust trust series part three. I'm talking too fast. I mean, I'm in a good mood. What else? You can uh, book a consultation, make a donation, as well as find the Instagram, Twitter, you know, Facebook page, social media, all at the same spot. Welcome to thefoundation.com. I want to say peace to all the listeners, all the live listeners, live callers, live internet listeners. I want to say peace to all the archive listeners. The MP3 listeners, just you know, however you checking it out, you know, I, you know, it's it's the future. We living in the future right now. I don't even know what you're doing. I can't even keep up. But I definitely want to say peace to, you know, the audience, the new people. I want to say what's up, peace. My name is So L. Nice to meet you. Seeker of truth, speaker of truth. Pronounced Soat like nope, but Soat L S O T. Nice to meet you, and you know, for all those of y'all who've been, you know, been regulars, you know, peace. However you, however you do it, I don't know. As always, I want to say peace to all the trustees in private trustee training, putting in that work, as well as anyone else who is vesting in their private education, you know, might not be with the foundation. And finally, peace to anyone that we've done business with in the private, anyone who has sent an email well wishes or current event or in any other way or otherwise added to the foundation definitely want to say peace shout out I hope I got everybody and didn't miss anyone with regards to those pieces you know shout out you know shout outs I like the shout outs I'm gonna start putting names in the shout outs you know shout out to Yusuf L shout outs Let's jump into these current events. Yeah, so I got a lot of responses. People say it's too much music. So it's too much music. You know, it's, it's a lot of music on your shows. So, you know, we tune in later. Okay, fine. I heard you. I heard y'all. It's going to be less music. If you didn't, you didn't notice, it was less music this time. And I will make that a consistent and necessary addition to the foundation. Appreciate your feedback. I listen to y'all. I really do. People, people send emails. There's people who have left comments on, you know, I think the Facebook page or something. No, it was Instagram. I don't remember, man. 
But I know I've gotten we've gotten a couple emails, several emails. I ain't gonna lie. You know, there's a lot of people saying, "Yo, it's too much music." Fine, I'm on here. You can say it's early, but it's gonna be consistent. I, 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 you have my word. So, with that being said, let's jump onto these current events. Let's do this, baby. All right, Wall Street Journal. Look, and this is significant. Um, well, you know, a lot of the news right now is about this iPhone and whatnot, and fine. But this is some of the most significant news that I've seen in a long time, and I would like, I would like, and appreciate it if you would allow me to bring it to your attention and explain to you why this is significant. First, let me just say this, this is on the WallStreetJournal.com. Y'all know I use quote official sources. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody gonna say, oh, you conspiracy. Ain't no conspiracy. It's, it's on the site. Oh, you conspiracy? No, it's not. You know, it's, it's in the law. It's in the statutes. What you talking about? It's in, the, it's in the Supreme Court case. So, you know, with that being said, Wall Street Journal bonds were a safety net when stocks fell. Investors fret they are, aren't I'm sorry, investors fret they aren't anymore. Okay, so when I first saw this article, it was a different headline. It was something along the lines, and I'm, I can't remember exactly what it said, but it was like, their bonds are no longer safe havens. Basically, was the paraphrasing of what the headline said. Now, the headline has been edited. I'm not even playing and they update, you know, it'll say sometimes some some of the news sites will tell you updated five minutes ago, updated, you know, when in this this says, you know. It doesn't say no updates, not on Wall Street Journal. I don't see it, but I'm gonna read it again. Bonds were a safety net when stocks fell, period. Investors fret they aren't anymore. Period. Long basic. Well, I'm sorry, long. A basic investment strategy balanced portfolios might need a rethink look this is significant man but i'm gonna tell you why in a second um a reliable link between stocks and government bonds that defined a popular investment strategy for decades has broken this year some investors worry this rupture is permanent and uh, investors for years could chase returns and guard against economic ups and downs by putting 60 percent, excuse me, of their funds in stocks and 40 percent in bonds. When storm clouds gathered and the S&P 500 took a hit, Treasury yields would typically fall and bond values would rise, alleviating or offsetting losses. Follow what I'm saying? But the wave of central bank stimulus unleashed to combat the pandemic has repressed government bond yields in the United States and elsewhere and threatens to keep yields trapped at low levels for years to come. Even as stock markets have recovered since April 10-year, Treasury yields have barely budged. The fear is that when stocks Next, take a tumble. Bonds won't cushion the fall. Investors have been left hunting for another simple way to balance risks. So, okay, so 60%, 40%, you 
bond 60% mutual funds whatever this was historically the norm and you know bonds paid a specific yield and so on and so forth you know government bonds yo no longer it's done donezo and this is historic and this says a lot and why I think this is historic and is important to know because this has the potential to see a flood of capital out of bonds and into something else that is perceived by the market to be safer and I, y'all get y'all get one guess what what y'all think I think that's going to be um it is rare for stocks and government bonds both to fall in value together but that happened in March follow what I'm saying I'm just reading the article a basic 60% stocks 40% treasuries portfolio suffered one of the worst single month losses since 19 I'm sorry since the 1960s this is according to Goldman Sachs the only worse returns occurred in 2009 and 1987 March's falling bond values quote added insult to injury instead of helping the balance sheet and helping to balance a multi-asset portfolio end quote this is Stephanie Monier chief investment officer at Lombard Odier in Switzerland who went on to say quote this experience could repeat itself more often in the future because we have reached an effective lower bound for government bond yields end quote and if you if you listen to any of the shows that I've done, specifically the one that I did with regards to the IMS working paper of negative interest rates or breaking below the zero bound, I'm telling you this is this this language sounds very familiar, very familiar. To be sure, strategists have called the bottom in bond yields before, only to see fresh crises provoke new central bank actions to, that took yields down another notch. But this summer. 10-year Treasury yields didn't rise as the economic outlook improved and stocks rebounded. This is the first time. It's the rebound they're talking about. The rebound didn't happen. It's happened before, but the rebound didn't happen. And that's that's uh, one reason is that the Federal Reserve has signaled that interest rates aren't going up or down for a long time, locking yields in a tight range. Chairman Jerome Powell said in May that the Fed didn't want to take rates negative and confirmed in August that it wouldn't raise rates until inflation had run above target for a time. The effects of this stance can be seen in different reactions of Treasury inflation, protected securities or tips and ordinary Treasuries. While 10 year Treasury yields haven't moved much or down this summer, the yields on tips known as real yields fell steeply from early June to late August as investors expectations of higher inflation grew. The 60-40 rule for a balanced portfolio has long been the starting point for many U.S. investors, according to Goldman Sachs. This is Goldman Sachs talking, y'all, and I'm reading from the Wall Street Journal. Since the 2008 crisis, money has flooded into multi, multi-asset funds in the United States, more than doubling their total asset to about $4 trillion. This is Christian Mueller Glissman was a multi-asset strategist at the firm, which we're talking about is Goldman Sachs. Quote, the 60-40 portfolio works best when there is good economic growth and low inflation. This is Mueller Glissman. In the future, this is less likely to be such a favorable mix. What? 
In the future, this is less likely to be such a favorable mix. It's changing. The game is changing. Bonds are changing. Yo, I want you all to see how this stuff is changing. I'm telling you, the risks of a much higher inflation and alternatively of deflation are both greater than in the past, he said. This is partly why the classic balance portfolio is unlikely to function well for a long time. So investors need different solutions. I mean, this is... Uh, Mr. Monier of Lombard Odier has been looking for income in markets like Chinese government debt, where five-year bonds pay 3% versus less than 0.3% available on five-year treasuries. You hear what I'm saying? There's going to be a lot of money moving out of the United States, man. And we're going to see a lot of inflation in, in um, United States currency and a lot of deflation in prices. And like I pointed out, I like to point out, you can you can look at <clears throat> the deflation in the price of flying, the throwing out fees. They don't want to necessarily lower the prices of fares. But, oh, no fees and this no fee and that no fee. It just looks, it makes it look more stable. Deflation in hotel prices. Look up some hotel prices, see how cheap they are. That's actual deflation. And we're also seeing inflation in energy costs, gas pumps. We're seeing it there as well as food, food costs. We're seeing inflation. So, pfft. Man, so there. Look, look, listen to what I'm saying. Mr. Monier of Lombard Odier, <laughs> it spells the same, has been looking for income in markets like Chinese government debt, where five year bonds pay 3% versus the less than 0.3% available on five year treasuries. It's a no brainer. He also favors. Um, y'all know what I'm saying. Uh, let me just read it. He also favors gold as a store of value. Oh, what have I been telling everybody for years, man? In a world where many bonds, real yields are negative, the fact that you have to pay the store gold doesn't matter like it used to, Mr. Monier said. Check this out. And how he's going to say bonds are negative? Because the bond pays, the payments on the bonds are not keeping up with inflation on the currency. Check it out. Quote, we look at currencies instead of diversification, the U.S. dollar or the Japanese yen versus more cyclical commodity currencies like the Australian dollar. The advantage of currencies, Mr. Galley said, is that you can always value and trade them. Talking about currencies. Currencies. Not, not bonds. Currencies. Um, <clears throat> he believes that the yen and dollar still behave like havens when investors fret about others' assets. Alberto Gallo, head of macro strategies and fund manager at Algebras, prefers investing in convertible bonds and holding more cash. Convertibles do well when stock markets rally because owners can make bigger profits when the bonds convert into shares. Blah, 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 blah. Y'all need to understand that what used to be considered a world safe haven asset, U.S. Treasuries, is being questioned in mainstream United States media, the Wall Street Journal. They're, they're, that's a shot, and it's also an indication. <clears throat> you can do that with what you wish. I know that that's important. Um, please understand what I'm saying. Moving forward. What do we got here? 
Wall Street, Reuters, Wall Street ends down after Mnuchin dims stimulus hopes, hopes and dreams. I'm telling you, this is what the stock market's. Wall Street finished weaker today, led lower by Amazon and Microsoft as investors lost hope that the U.S. fiscal stimulus would be approved before the presidential election. Downbeat comments from Treasury Secretary that a deal would not likely be made before the vote added to fragile sentiment followed a following, excuse me, a mixed bag of quarterly earnings reports from major Wall Street lenders. Quote, at this point, getting something done before the election and executing on that would be difficult. Just given where we are in the level of detail, but we're going to try to continue to work through these issues, end quote. <laughs> Yo, I love this language, man. Y'all gotta at least at least respect the language that these fools use. U.S. stocks had rallied in recent sessions on optimism that the government would provide a fresh stimulus to reduce damage caused by the pandemic. Quote, optimism took hold like a rocket last week, and now it's coming back down to earth a little bit. End quote. This is Mike Zygmunt, head of training and research at Harvest. I'm sorry. Yeah, Harvest Volatility Management in New York, who went on to say, quote, I think a stimulus as a large macro event is already baked into stock prices. It's just a question of when the details emerge and when the stimulus goes into effect. End quote. Oof. Oof. Hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams. CNBC stock futures are flat as Wall Street tries to recover from a two-day slide. U.S. stock futures were flat Today, as traders continue to weigh the prospects of a aid deal being reached before the next month's election. CNBC, y'all can check it out. I'm moving forward. CNBC, dollar fades after best day in three weeks. Euro touches nine-day low. The dollar index retreated on Wednesday, which is today, a day after notching its biggest daily percentage gain in three weeks, and the euro touched a nine-day low as global equity markets remain cautious. In light of waning hopes for a vaccine or U.S. fiscal stimulus. Hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams, baby. Stocks on hopes and dreams. Meanwhile, CNBC, gold rises 1% on dollar weakness. Economic uncertainty. Gold gained 1% today, rebounding from a sharp decline in the previous session. Boosted by a weaker dollar and uncertainties surrounding the U.S. election and global economic recovery boosted the safe haven metals allure. You gotta love it. Gold and silver, that's, I mean, mm. CNBC United Airlines posts $1.8 billion net loss. Mm. United Airlines today posted a wider than expected third quarter loss as the results of the pandemic continued to hammer air travel demand, but the carrier did trim its cash burn. Oh. Here's how how United performed compared with the Wall Street expected based on average estimates compiled by Refinitiv. A loss of 8.6, I'm sorry, 8.16 versus an expected loss of 7.53 per share. That's more 
Revenue, $2.49 billion versus $2.5 billion expected. That's less. The Chicago-based carrier swung to a net loss of $1.8 billion in the three months ending in September 30th. That's, I mean, come on, man. That's 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 horrible. Revenue in the period dropped seventy eight percent to two point four nine billion from eight I'm sorry, eleven point three eight billion in the third quarter of twenty nineteen, roughly in line with Wall Street expectations after the airline cut capacity seventy percent from last year. Excluding one time items, United posted per share loss of eight dollar sixteen cents compared with analysts estimates of a pair share loss of seven dollars. 53 cents. Airlines have struggled during the pandemic, particularly large carriers like United, Delta, and American, which were heavily reliant on international and business areas, two of the hardest hit segments. Is it going to get better eventually? Is it going to go back to normal? Uh, What is normal? Moving forward, I mean, what? U.S. Treasury Chief Steve Mnuchin urges the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank to be prudent fighting the pandemic. What? This is on Reuters. U.S. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin today urged the International Monetary Fund and World Bank to work judiciously within their existing resources to fight the pandemic and urged G20 countries to endorse a proposed debt restructuring framework. In a statement to the two institutions steering committees, Mnuchin said they needed to continue to provide financing advice and capacity development to aid countries hurt by the pandemic. But as they disperse billions of dollars in emergency funds, they need to plan for transitions to normal financing arrangements. He added billions billions of dollars Quote, it is critical that the World Bank manage financial resources judiciously and transparently, I'm sorry, transparently, with clear justifications for allocations to countries with robust access to other financing sources, so as not to burning shareholders with premature calls for new financing, end quote. Mnuchin statements, which come as the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank hold annual meetings this week, made no mention of calls from other countries for the fund to issue a new allocation of special drawing rights. The Treasury opposed that move, which is akin to a central bank creating hundreds of billions of dollars in new currency reserves for international monetary fund countries. The World Bank, which raised $13 billion in new capital for members in 2018, should target its resources where needs are highest and no additional shareholding adjustments are needed, Mnuchin said. The Treasury chief, yo, he's talking about adjustments in the shareholders. The United States is a shareholder. Uh, the, the major G20 countries, you can check it out. G20 countries are shareholders in the International Monetary Fund. China just recently got into the International Monetary Fund, I think in 2017. And they're foreseeing, because of all of the stimulus, because of going on with these bonds, I see this speech as a foreshadowing of a reduction in ownership of the United States and possibly a reallocation to China. 
because it appears to, that their currency is withstanding the currency wars as well as the pandemic and the trade wars better than the United States. It is evident by the return on their five-year bonds versus the United States five-year bonds. So Steve Mnuchin tells the World Bank that it should target its resources where needs are highest and no additional shareholding adjustments are needed. We need to understand what that means. Every country has specific shares in the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund. And shareholder adjustments means just that. Adjustments in the amount of shares that shareholders hold or have, or the value of said shares, the dilution possibly of said shares. Excuse me. This is this is a big thing. If you have a mind for what I'm saying, you should you should check this out. Bottom line, what I'm telling you is silver and gold is money. It is not an investment. If you if you ain't got it in your hands, you can't throw it in the air. You need to be hedging your currency, the value of your currency with real money, which is silver and gold. I see what's coming. I mean, I'm hearing what they're saying. I'm, I'm reading to you what I'm hearing. And I'm even like explaining a little bit more beyond what I'm hearing and getting delving into a little bit of my comprehension and my, you know, my line of thought my train of thought. But what I'm, bottom line, what I'm saying is currency in the United States dollar, it's on, and I don't know, you know, you know, the roller coaster when it goes up, click, 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 and then it gets to the top and you pause for a second, then it goes down. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So the United States currency is on its way down. It's on the down slope. Where it's at on that slope, I have no idea. Is it close to the bottom? Is it close to the middle? I, look, fam, don't tell me. What I can tell you is if you look at specific charts, the even the Federal Reserve will tell you that the current currency, United States currency, the United States dollar, Federal Reserve note, has lost 50% to up to 77%, 78, I think it was, percent of its purchasing power since, um, was it, what was his name? Truman? No, it wasn't Truman. Was it Truman? Who was the dude after Kennedy? Uh, the, the guy after Kennedy, he closed, I think it was Truman. I don't know, man, he's the United States, man. It's not my, hey, 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 look. But the guy after Kennedy, the president after Kennedy closed the gold window, Bretton Woods, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Since then, yo, inflation in the currency, that's why it, it $100 bought you a lot more in 1972 or 1975 than it does today. That's called inflation in the currency. It takes more of the currency to get the same goods and services. That is ridiculous. But people don't recognize that. Inflation is the silent thief in the night. I don't remember who quoted that, I don't, but I kind of remember it. I could have butchered it. But it's, it's real. It's absurd. It's worth noting and worth fighting against. And the best way you can do it is exchange every single month or every two weeks a certain amount of your paper currency for physical gold and silver and I would suggest that you do not do it online and do not buy with a credit card or a debit card. Use actual Federal Reserve notes and walk into a spot 
and get your hands on some gold and silver. You know, and if you need, need any more, you know, um, information, email me admin at welcome to the foundation dot com, or you might want to do a consultation. I don't know, but what I'm reading, the World Bank, International Monetary Fund, how Steve Mnuchin is giving speeches and talking about the allocation with regards to um, shareholders and shareholder adjustments aren't meeting and needed, and then these, this other new spot is talking about um, how. U.S. Treasuries are no longer a safe haven and gives the history of it and how all these people are saying in the future that's not going to be the good. Look, man, the language, yo, it's, it's plain and simple. It's 100% plain and simple. I'm going to move forward because I could talk about this for a minute. Fearing Biden tax hikes, hikes wealthy Americans rush to change estate plans. This should hit home for, for some of y'all, especially foundation listeners. <clears throat> Excuse me again. Waters.com. Wealthy Americans are scrambling to change their estate plans before year end, worried that Democrat Joe Biden will win the U.S. presidential election and raise taxes, say financial advisors to the money set. U.S. Democratic president, blah, blah, blah. The biggest concern is that the White House and Congress could go get swept in a, quote, blue wave, end quote, of Democratic wins, and that give Biden the power to propose and pass a sweeping set of tax reforms. Fear. Wealthy people are especially nervous that an exemption allowing individuals to leave up to $11.58 million to their heirs, free of estate or gift taxes, could be cut before it expires in 2025. Democrats want to raise estate taxes to the historical norm, quote, according to the party's platform. That could mean slashing exemption to $5.49 million. The figure in place before Republican President Donald Trump signed a sweeping tax bill that included benefits for corporations and wealthy Americans in 2017, i.e. those who know how to structure their businesses and their private affairs. They just assume and tell you that it's only wealthy Americans. But I beg to defer, my good man. It is unclear how the election will go or what, if any, tax reform will pass. Tax code changes, blah, 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 11.5 million, 5 million. People are scared. <clears throat> it's a thing. Um, also, when you're watching the currency wars, you got to pay attention for other wars. Um, and, you know, I think this is, this is, you know, this is important. Where are we at? Oh, Chinese military Reuters. Chinese military spokesperson tells the United States to halt provocative actions. A Chinese military spokesperson said that the U.S. destroyer John McCain had entered waters around the disputed parcel islands in the South China Sea claimed by China without China's permission. Are you listening to that? Are you paying attention to this? Are you paying attention to the money? If you're paying attention to money, Reuters.com, Robinhood says some customer accounts may have become target of hackers. You have a Robinhood account? Fintech startup Robinhood Markets Incorporated said some customers might have been a target of hackers because of their personal email accounts being compromised outside of its platform. The issue did not occur from a breach in the firm's systems. It doesn't matter. It was a breach, fool. Quote, we are actively working with those impacted to secure their accounts. End quote. Robinhood, which is credited with helping popularize trading among millennials, 
has seen multiple outages since March due to higher than usual traffic to its app from a recent upsurge in day trade by retail investors. Your stuff got hacked. Moving forward, CNBC. Oh, hackers look to buy brokerage logins on the dark web with Robinhood fetching highest prices. Bam. Y'all see what's coming? I don't know why. You should go. We need to be private, man. As a new generation of investors flock to stock market, criminals are looking for ways to exploit them. Hackers have turned to the dark web where logins for accounts at major brokerage firms are listed for sale, according to the security analysts and listings seen by CNBC. For just a few dollars, criminals are selling credentials for customers of E-Trade, Charles Schwab, TD Ameritrade, Robinhood, and others, according to New York-based security firm Intsights. The demand has only increased during the pandemic, according to the firm's chief security officer, Ite Moore. Quote, you have more people wanting to do more online from home, and on the other hand, the attackers who are actively looking and seeking to take advantage of that situation. What you end up with is a lot of credentials and a lot of information being bought and sold on the criminal underground. End quote. The list of vulnerable accounts range from social media sites to payments apps Square and trading startup Robinhood. But Robinhood tends to fetch higher prices according to multiple screenshots of listings seen by CNBC. Quote, there were a higher price points, which leads us to believe they were probably easier to get in the credentials for and get in or easier to cash out. End quote. Another reason Robinhood may be more valuable in the eyes of hackers is their clients use of social media by, quote, trumpeting success, end quote, of Twitter and Reddit. They are likely putting targets on their backs, according to Richard Byrd. The online bait creates exactly the kind of environment that hackers love. Bad actors are simply paddling to where the easy money is following that trail of hype news. Look, what they're doing is they're finding the information. It's personal accounts. There's a lot of personal emails because people sign up for Robinhood, so they use their personal emails, and most likely they're using that personal email to sign into their social media. So that way they can... Um, what is known as social hack, um, maybe get their address, maybe get their zip code, and it'll be easier to get into their accounts, the Robinhood accounts, and clean out their bread. If you have a Robinhood account or any of these accounts, you need to change your password, really, the main thing to do. Um, but, you know, this hacking stuff is not going to change. Last but not least, MSN Money, the data, sh- the data show a bleak outlook for global economic growth. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg markets, there's um, always growth somewhere, even in a pandemic, that has claimed more than a million lives and trillions of dollars in business activity. But in 2020, almost all economies on the planet will shrink, according to the World Bank forecast. By contrast, in 2019, almost four out of five grew. It's not an aggregation or an exaggeration to say that this year has surpassed every recession in modern history. With that being said, that's it for current events. How y'all doing? I know it's not very much good news. The good news is, is, you know, you're investing in your private education, even if it is just checking out the foundation. But if you're more inclined to do more, um, I would suggest that you email me, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. It's time to get into trustee training. It's time to establish your private estate business trust, asset trust, 
family trust. Get the training. Get the education that you need in order to properly administer this. So, you know, I highly, 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 highly suggest and do humbly welcome you to email admin at welcome to the foundation.com and get set up into the trustee training. You know, it's uh, probably one of the best investments you can make, especially right now. Um, because going private is where it's at. You know, getting set up privately is where it's at. And, you know, with that being said, the show today is called For What Is Coming, You Must Understand Jurisdiction. And I know y'all are like, yo, what? My man's not talking about tr- trust? Uh, no, not necessarily specifically. But, you know, I do want to get into jurisdiction because for what is coming, for what is coming, for what's happening, you know, from, you know, uh, the glo- the great reset globalization 2.0 or 4.0 from the world um, health organization, from the International Monetary Fund, the World Bank, from, you know, from the pandemic, from, from whatever is going on, climate change, all, you know, look, there is going to be and has and is going to be a breakdown in overall society in all aspects of society you know which includes banking which is going to include commerce it's going to include business it's going to include income you know there's going to be a breakdown and there already had there already has been you know um there was a lot of there's shutdowns with a lot of you know uh, businesses people couldn't go to work and, you know, these businesses, a lot of them didn't reopen. Some of them did reopen, but they didn't have a lot of people come back. And, you know, there's a lot of these businesses that are not going to reopen. You know, this is this is what I'm talking about. We're dealing with a commercial breakdown, but it's not just a commercial breakdown. It's an overall breakdown of what we know to be as, quote, Western society or civilization. Do I get into the fanaticism, the 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 scare tactics the the craziness of no i don't i don't you know it is what it is man um is it all bad no it's not all bad you know uh is it all good no but it it was never all bad and it was never all good so ultimately it is what it is but what i'm saying is with this in mind and understanding how this is going to go they're going to introduce the fed coin it's going to be a digital wallet they're going to have control over every i mean look i'm i see it coming and i'm putting y'all on the game so at the very least if you have to go and be a part of the fed wallet and you 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 know you got to partake in it because that's where everybody everybody's going you know checks and you know the stuff is look you do it through your business trust you do it through your llc your corporation that you administer you do this through your private contractual non-legislative entity business trust and family trust your private family foundation you don't do it through the individual the straw man whatever y'all know i don't really talk about that but i acknowledge the existence and i know you you and i all know pretty much what exactly that is or know enough to know that it's it's you know it's not me fam and you know the fact that we aren't dependent on their entities is going to be a big deal. It's gonna and in a lot of in a lot of situations, it's gonna be you know. It may be a matter of whether or not you know your family eats or not. 
It may be a matter of whether or not you keep your property, your home, you know, because whose is this? Whose is this? Is this yours? It depends when, you know, what you, what you say, you know, look, so I just want to get into, you know, jurisdiction, you know, and I want to keep it as simple as possible. Now, I have this document. I, I got it from Yusuf. I'm going to keep it real. I don't claim anything that's not mine. I'm pretty sure that Yusuf created this. And it's, it's, it's public and private. That's, that's what, that's what, I think that's what he named it. It's, it's one of the illest documents I've ever seen that Yusuf uh, put together. But Yusuf even told me he was like a brother, drew that out for me. That when he broke down public and private to me when I was in federal prison. You know what I'm saying? He kept telling me, that I don't know nothing about law. And I kept, you know, arguing with him. And finally, the third time, he said, I don't know nothing. And then I asked him what I don't know. And he started teaching me. And the first thing he taught me was the difference between public and private. And Yusuf has told me this personally. Like, I've sat next to him, and he's, he's described this stuff to me. And this is the document. It's called public and private. You might have it. If you don't, email me. Admin at welcometothefoundation.com. I'll, I'll shoot it over to you. And it's dope. You should study it. I, you know, I still look at it. It's cold. But bottom line is understanding jurisdiction is, is important. You got to understand jurisdiction. What is so important and what is the big deal about this private trust, this Massachusetts trust, this common law trust, this 9-8 trust or whatever? What is the, you got to understand that in order to understand that you got to understand jurisdiction. Okay. So I'm gonna break it down to you. You know, a lot of people, you know, gurus, so-called gurus like to know things and say it all weird and, and super extra wannabe eloquent so you don't really catch it and they sound smart. Look, I don't, I'm not into all that. Damn that. I like people to understand what I'm saying and walk away having, you know, um, learn something, having, you know, feeling like that, you know, what they just experienced or what they were a part of added to their life or their knowledge. You know, that's, that's what I'm talking about. You know, public and private are important, but jurisdiction is really what public and private is denoting or what is what what the when we say oh public and private is really what what we're talking about is we're 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 denoting or articulating um in this manner the difference or contradistinction uh between public and private so we're going we're going to start with private and private just like the church you know what i'm saying um private is we can we can start with universal law, right? And that's cool. And a lot of a lot of y'all maybe have studied universal law. I mean, you know, but really, it's natural law. And even if you're dealing with universal law, universal law, the laws of the universe, we're really still dealing with the laws of nature, because that's how. <clears throat> excuse me, because that's how uh, it breaks down. The universe is is being continually formed and and under the powers of the laws of nature or natural law which is God's law um, Proverbs 9:11 I'm sorry Proverbs 9 9 1 you know um, uh, also the seven uh, principles the seven hermetic principles you know the seven pillars also known as uh, these things, these things are natural law. You know, those uh, learned individuals 
who over time through um, observation were able to discern and observe you know specific laws of nature and how nature broke down and maybe you know from from life cycles to uh you know the the heavenly bodies and how they moved in in the sky you know um and then beyond that you know you get into deeper levels of natural law uh, and then maybe even to some you know uh science you know uh when when you're dealing with natural law this you know and the structure of creation and and um positive and negative you know which is gender you know which is one of the seven principles uh different um the you know building blocks uh tools of the builder you know a lot of a lot of the stuff that sounds masonic or some secret society or illuminati or something is really just uh really just uh communication depictions and articulations of natural law or you know what is known as the laws of nature that breaks down in a, in a lot of different ways but mainly it breaks down in <clears throat> um I'm sorry I'm 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 looking for something real quick and I find I find one thing and I, you know I'm looking for the other thing and I can't find it and it, and, it's, and that's not cool bro that's not cool bro okay so when it comes to like I said, when it comes to these seven um, hermetic principles, or you know the 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 seven principles of natural law, you know we're dealing with the first one is uh, mind or mentalism. You know all all is mind. Everything is energy, and energy never dies. You, you need to understand this. Energy never dies. Um, and the universe is mental. And if you look at as above, so below, you got to understand this. And that's, that's a universal principle. Um, as above, so below. So if you look at the the structure of the heavens, the structure of galaxies, it's very, very similar to the structures of our neural networks in our minds, man, and our brains, man. So, you know, the first principle is, is mind, mentalism. You know, you think before you do anything. Before anything manifests on this plane, it was either thought in the mind of the creator or it's thought in the mind of other creators or, quote, gods. You know, us correspondence. You know, like I said, that's universal law. As above, so below. So it is below as it is above. So it is above as it is below. You know, so <clears throat> just as the universe exists above you, there's a universe that exists within you. And you know, we can say that uh, uh, spiritually. You can say it metaphysically. You can say it actual physically. You know, I'm talking about you know uh, cells and cell membranes and whatnot, fam. That's number two. Number two is corresponding, you know, um, within with a certain action, there's of course corresponding reaction. Uh, number three is vibration. Nothing is stationary. Everything vibrates. Everything. Nothing. Nothing sits still. You just may not see it, but everything vibrates. Um, that's number. <clears throat> excuse me. That's number three. And when you when you apply these natural principles and you're able to understand this, you you start mastering natural law. 
to the best of your ability, to the best of your or to the equivalent of your abilities, uh, your physical abilities, your spiritual, emotional abilities, and different attributes. Number four is polarity. Everything is double. Everything has an opposite. And extremes meet, you know. Um, there's part of the sea where it's fresh, half it's fresh water and the other part is seawater and it's a, it's a clear demarcation. Um, you can see on the shores where sand meets the water and, and you know, sand is an extreme of earth and water's an extreme of, you know, uh, liquid or, 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 you know, um, uh, solid and liquid. So extremes meet, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, rhythm, everything is ebb, ebb and flow. Action and reaction, you know, advance and recore. You know, this is rhythm, and and this is uh, the those you know. There's 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 a certain thing to be said about you know those who have musical talents because they 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 operate on a certain um, frequency where they they're really understanding and mastering rhythm and vibration. You know, and my mind and correspondence, but in 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 certain disciplines where we look at people who do things. And it just amazes us. It's because they're operating from a natural or a universal perspective. Um, so rhythm, cause and effect. Nothing happens by chance. Everything happens according to the law. Cause and effect. This is number six. And then generation. Um, gender. Uh, generation is manifest in everything. Everything is masculine and feminine. Genes. Genesis. You know? And... These these are known to be in, in some circles to be occult occult knowledge and stuff, man. But it's it's the seven hermetic principles, man. You can find this, man. You need to study this, man. This stuff is real, man. This stuff is real, man. And you can operate on the level of gods, on the on natural law, and you and it'll be cool for you. Or you can operate under what is known as positive law, or man's law, which is inferior to natural law or the creator's law which is also known as man-made law, positive law. And is, you know, man is the trustees of natural law. We don't control it. We're supposed to execute according to it. And when you don't, you come under the man's law, which is, you know, going to be the law of stuff, substance. You know, or you're going to fall under some sort of procedural law. But substantial law is the part of law that gen- that creates, defines, and regulates rights, including, for example, the law of contracts, torts, wills, real property, the essential substance of rights. Notice how they didn't say man or woman. You follow what I'm saying? Nobody said man or woman. You're presumed and assumed to <clears throat> fall on a natural law, so this is, this is coming under property. Procedural law is the, prescribes the procedures and methods for enforcing rights and duties and for obtaining redress. And that is distinguished from law that creates, defines, and regulates rights. Then remedial law is that law that affords a remedy as a remedial statute or one which is made to supply some sort of defects or bridge some super foolish Oh, sorry, my bad. Supplerities of the common law. But you're dealing with the law of substance. And then you, you fall into public law. 
and private law. And this is where we get into public and private. You know what I'm saying? But you got to understand we're dealing with things. Res. When you're dealing with natural law, you're dealing with um, living souls, man and woman, not male and female, fam. But when it comes to public law, private law, this is inferior. This law is inferior or falls under positive law, which is man, man-made law. And man-made law, positive law, is inferior to the creator's law. All right? And the creator's law is where um, a lot of charitable activities exist. You look in, you know, to the Internal Revenue Service, charitable activities and charitable, um, charitable, uh, what is it, authorized activities. You're dealing, you're dealing with, you know, you're dealing with education, you're dealing with religion, you're dealing with the arts, music, you're dealing with science. And that's why when you're dealing with church, it's supposed to be a separation between church and state because we understand that the church is dealing with natural law or God's law or is attempting to, whereas the state is dealing with statutory law or man's made law, public law. And public law is that body of law dealing with the relations between private individuals and the government. And with the structure of operation of the government itself, constitutional law, criminal law, and administrative law taken together, as well as international law. And then private law. Private law is the body of law dealing with private persons and their property and relationships. You know, and in, in the public, they only deal with persons. So understanding that. So when you do a private law, it's body law dealing with private persons and their property. So private person, what is, who's a private person when you're dealing with public? And a lot of people say, well, I'm a private person, man. Look, look, to me, and, you know, I'm sure there's people and those in the public and in the private who would be like, you know, so is absolutely wrong in that instance. But when you're talking, when you're talking to me, when you're talking to so L, and when you're talking about private and public, Who's a private person? A private person is that private contractual entity, fam, that common law trust or what is known to be a common law trust, but it's not as a common law trust. It is a, it is a contract trust. Or I'm sorry, it is a complex trust, but it's under the law of contracts. And I've had many, many people say, oh, you know, I heard you know something about common law trust. And I'm like, no, nah, man, I don't know nothing about no common law trust. I know about trusts that are complex trusts that come and fall under the law of contracts, the common law of contracts. But you're talking about private persons. The private person is a trust, man. Because the public law, public law is the body of the law that deals with the relation between private individuals. What's individual? Individual has to file an individual tax return. You got to understand these definitions. Private individuals in the government and with the structure and operation of the government itself, constitutional law, criminal law, administrative law taken together. Private law. Private law is the body of law dealing with the private persons and their property and relationships. Who's a private person? The trust. Own nothing, control everything, right? That's one of the rules of the game. I say so. I would say that's the fifth rule of the game. But that's just me. I'm so. But own nothing, control everything. 
So who's the person? Who's the private person? The private person is the contract, man. The private person is the contract, fam. That owes its existence to the contract and is governed by the contract and does not owe its existence to legislation or statutory law. So therefore, it is not governed by legislation or statutory law. The trust is a private person, man. Private persons and their property and their relationships, contract relationships and their property, property of the trust, private law, contract law, tort law, status law, property law, private law. Understanding jurisdiction is important. Now, when you're doing private law and public law, understand that both of these bodies of jurisprudence are inferior to natural law, to the creator's law, 100%. So if, if if you were created by the creator and created in the image of the creator, plural or singular, I don't know how you look at it, whatever. I don't expect everybody to do comparative religious studies, but if you're created in the image of the creator, aren't you under the creator's law? And why would anyone be put or put themselves in any situation or position to make it even appear as though they come under some sort of man-made law? My trust, my car, my this. It's error as far as I'm concerned. And those who understand jurisdiction understand what it is. It's the person. What person are you using when you're in the public? What person are you using? Are you using their person? A public person? Individual? LLC? And that's it? Or are you using private persons? Let me read you something. Let me find this real quick. I wasn't prepared. This is this is off the top, son. Uh, where was it? Is it in this one? Is it in this one? I don't know which one this is. But it's the Supreme it's Supreme Court. That's not it. Is it this? That's not it. I'm talking about the word person. People, you know. Natural person. I'm a natural person. I'm. 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 That's the person. I'm the natural person. Natural. The term natural person has been applied to express trusts by courts of equity because of its administration being carried out by men as natural persons. In-rem jurisdiction over a man or a woman can only exist if the man or woman is a slave, property, or res, an object, in which case his or her disposition at law is no different than he or it, than if he or she were a horse or other goods. See the Zong, Gregson versus Gilbert, 99ER3233. In nature, in-rem jurisdiction is exercised over men and women by their creator exclusively. Governments can therefore gain only a fictional in-rem jurisdiction over men and women by creating various legal devices, personas, or persons for those men and women to assume limited control of, e.g. citizen, taxpayer, driver, etc., Since the device is legal fiction, a falsehood made true by force of law, this persona is in fact a legal object or res. 
Just as in theater, the persona is separate from the man or woman playing the part. Therefore, there may be artificial persons, but not artificial men. Natural persons, but not natural men. American Law and Procedure, Volume 13, Chapter 5, um, Subsection 65, Page 156 and 157. There, I'm going to say it again. There may be artificial persons, but not artificial men. Natural persons, but not natural men. American Law and Procedure, Volume 13, Chapter 5, Subsection 65, Pages 156 to 157. For what is coming, you must understand jurisdiction. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. I'm not trying to scare anyone. I'm not trying to give you the willies. I'm not trying to do anything. I'm, I'm, my, my job is to inform, you know, to use my voice in the platform to teach the people who will listen what is really popping off and what the real is. And I prefer to do that with verifiable sources. Not rumor, not theories, not YouTube videos and Rule 220s and stuff like that. I'm not playing and I'm dead serious. But when it comes to knowing this stuff, understanding this stuff, you got to know what you're talking about. And in order to know what you're talking about, you got to understand jurisdiction. And... You gotta, and if you don't make the claim, there's no relief that can be granted. There's no redress that can be given to you. There's no one coming to save you. You have to save yourself. And in order to save yourself, you must know what you're saving yourself from first. That you need to be saved second. And then how to save yourself. And I find that only to be possible, feasible, actionable, if you we, if you, if we have the proper information. So private law and public law are inferior to natural law. Natural law is quote God's law, the Creator's law. You can show and prove that you. Follow and substantiate through your actions, through your demonstration, through your articulation, through your communication, verbal or written, that you are under the jurisdiction of your creator. Therefore, I need not and know not, want not any jurisdiction of any person or persona or created government through any type of contract. Or behavior. And you can do that by understanding and knowing the seven pillars, also known as the seven the seven hermetic principles. Understanding them, meditating on them, bringing them into your life. All is mind. Everything is energy. The universe is mental. All is mind. That means you need to think before you make actions, before you say things, before you do things. You need to think. If all is mind, everything is energy. Okay, so what energy? Are my thoughts creating? 
The universe is mental. That's that's you know. That's 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 not that's not no playground. Um, the rules to the game Stay in honor at all costs It's just business They ain't talking to you They're talking to an individual They're talking to your trust They're talking to some sort of persona They're not talking to you Stay in honor at all costs Public and private never mix They never mix You gotta understand what public and private is So you can understand that they never mix And when they do There's error There's ignorance And it It, it Informs those quote in quote government that they are dealing with a minor, a minor of thought and a minor of understanding. The pro- Progressive Education Association back in the 1960s made it no secret that they they believed. That the bulk of the population was biologically childlike and they, requ- they required lifelong care. And when I say that at seminars and stuff, people laugh like it's a joke. But they're talking about us, man. And the way we interact, the way we, the way we speak. We, we need to understand jurisdiction. We need to understand what a constructive trust is and how constructive trusts are created. It's through behavior. It's, for, it's through what you do. It's through how you behave. Public and private never mix. There is no money. Hundred million dollars a bond and my hundred million man, there is no money, fam. What you talking about? When you stay out of the courts, do not participate when they're called in. There is no money. Stay out of the courts. Public and private don't mix. Stay in all honor at all costs. Understand the jurisdiction. Even when you're dealing with public law, private law, both those jurisprudence bodies are inferior, they're lower, they're less than the creator's law. And how are you going to get cold at private law? How are you going to get cold at at banking, commerce, public law? How are you going to get cold at that if you don't understand the foundation of both those laws, those bodies of jurisprudence, which is the law of nature, man, the natural law, the universal laws, the seven pillars, which everything is created on. You create something that doesn't honor those seven pillars, it's never going to work. It's not going to last. Period. And that's the way it is. So, public and private. You know, public law is that part of law which deals with the state, either by itself or in its relations with individuals. And is called constitutional when it regulates the relations between the various divisions of the sovereign power. The very Article One, Article Two, Two. I'm sorry, Article Three. The various divisions and administrative when it regulates the business which the state has to do. So you got constitutional public law. And administrative public law, criminal law, and international law. 
That's public law. You better have the right person. You better be you better be running around with the right person. You better have your your person. What's what's yo? What's up with your person? Tell me about your person. Oh, I like to I like to read and I like to go for walks and I like I like to drink coffee sometimes. Man, look, I'm not you didn't answer my question. Tell me about your person. Well, you know, I'm not public. You know, I'm a natural person. Man, the term natural person has been applied to express trust by courts, man. So you telling me your 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 paperwork, fam? Your your private contractual paperwork? Natural person? Nah. Why are you being mean to me? Why are you talking to me like you talking to me like I nah man? You you talking to me. Y'all need to check that out. Y'all, need, y'all definitely need to check that out. Y'all need to check out White's Concise Trustee Handbook, too. Y'all can, y'all can throw that in the search engine. Y'all can throw that in Google and pull that. That White's Concise Trustee Handbook is juice. Juice boxes, man. It's a pack of juice boxes. Man, that's like 10 juice boxes in a pack. It's wrapped up nice. You just gotta, you just, all you got to do is grab it and go, man. It's got handles on it, baby. The handles, you know, got little, little cloth straps on them. It's all great. Oh. We got 60 seconds left in the broadcast. If you're checking out the show online, you want to call in 563-999-3625. 563-999-3625. Otherwise, you will get cut off. I'm going to stream. I might take a call or two. And if you didn't, if you didn't catch the show earlier, I did make an announcement earlier that I've heard y'all I've heard y'all tell me enough that there's too much music at the beginning of the show. So that's no longer happening. If you were if you checked out the show from the beginning, you you saw that it it was less music. You know what I'm saying? So I just I just you know, I just want to be clear. Be clear that I heard y'all. I listened I listened to the people people have spoke they spoken and they told me they was like so when you do shows man there's too much music at the beginning of your show i heard it on instagram i heard it on twitter i heard it on facebook i got emails talking about it so last music played during the beginning of the show getting into the show much earlier I appreciate the feedback. Y'all y'all are gorgeous. Y'all are wonderful. You're marvelous. I'm I'm serious. I just want you to know that I listen to y'all. Uh it's time it's time to, you know, it's time to it's time to get your stuff together. It's time to understand these jurisdictions. Um on a side note, four hundred twenty thousand small businesses closed quietly. They didn't they didn't put it in the news. I had to look. I was trying to look at all the all the small businesses that closed since the pandemic started. And it was hard for me to find a, a, a real number. And that real number, 420,000. Uh, Ruby Tuesdays filed for Chapter 11. The only thing that constantly has changed, and you understand that, and you're, you're able to capitalize on that when you understand natural law, when you understand jurisdiction, and when you apply what you know to what you do. And you're consistent and dedicated in those actions. 
That's it. When you understand the seven pillars, you stand on the seven pillars. When you build your foundation on top of those seven pillars of everything that you do, business, personal, otherwise, you can't lose. And you're head and shoulders and the stuff is easy. Stuff is easy. And you make it look easy. But really, you just you just learned some stuff and applied it consistently and with dedication. But what's coming, <clears throat> privacy is out the window. And I was talking to a client earlier. And I was telling them, fam, it don't matter. If they if if the IRS wants to audit you or your estate, if the Fed wants to find you, it don't matter if you got nine eight numbers, if you're not using the social, it don't matter. They're gonna find everything. They got people who go into work every single day and they make a career and a yearly salary off of finding information, man. And it's the information age. Man, good luck. Best thing you do is get the proper education and administer your estate properly understand jurisdiction and administer your persons your private persons properly so that you mitigate um taxation so that you mitigate lawsuits so that you mitigate death tax inheritance tax generation skipping tax uh what other taxes gift taxes probate taxes So that you're able to operate your estate, keep your things, all of your, quote, assets private because you don't own them. And the biggest thing is, is to know the difference and to continue to study and to continue to show yourself approved by who? By you. And by your family, by your ancestors, by your grandchildren, by your children, by your niece, by your nephew, you know, by your peers. But really by by you. Show yourself to prove by you. That little voice in your head, man, you should have did that. You should have got up. You should have went. Like, man, it's, it's whack. It's really whack. You got to make it shut up. In order to make it shut up, you got to get up and do stuff. And you got to get up and do stuff consistently. And that voice gets smaller and and and, and smaller and, and and quieter and quieter and quieter until it's almost gone. And everybody deserves that, and everybody can do it. But you got to, you know, you got to get up. The public school system did not do you any favors. We know that. We understand that. So it can't be, oh man, I went to school. I don't have to know, man. Nope. You got to go to school for real. Because it didn't do you no favors. And it didn't make you rich. And it didn't. We're not sitting at a table splitting up the American dream. Everybody getting a piece of pie. It's not happening. It really isn't. And it's not getting any better. Nobody's coming to save you. You got to save yourself. You got to save your family. And you can do it. And I can help. And the foundation can help. High Frequency Network can help. And I hope that we are helping. I trust we are. I trust we are. But, you know... Setting up your private estate, getting your affairs in order, setting your family affairs and your family assets and property. In the right jurisdiction. But you know, control owned, 
excuse me, by the right person. And that that person occupying the right, correct jurisdiction, then it's easy. It's easy. It's easy. All you gotta do is enforce the law, execute the contract, execute the law, and enforce it. And it's not about oh blah blah blah. It's about hey man hey. Article one, section ten. From my understanding, sir, in part states that no state can pass any law impairing the obligation of the contract. Sir, this is a contract that was executed on the date, blah, blah, blah. Sir, what is going on right here, blah, blah, blah. And the request there or this impairs the obligation of the contract. And, and then you just point in the contract where it's simple. But it's complicated because it takes a lot of foundational education and understanding. And, you know, I'm willing to assist. Email me. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. I suggest that you get into trustee training. I suggest that you get into trustee training. You know, I'm coming up on five years on high frequency radio network. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy, but I'm coming up on five years on high frequency radio network. You know, and um, it's been a long time. And, you know, when you understand natural law, you, you understand that nothing is constant but change. And no, I'm not being cryptic, but I am telling the truth. Nothing is stationary. And as as we continue to move forward on this path called life and whatever other path that you are walking as well, things will constantly change. And things will no longer be what they were. And options that were available will no longer be available. And but there will be new options available. And but that new option you may not like is the old option that was available. And what I'm trying to tell you is you need to quit playing, you need to get into trusty training. Bottom line. I'm gonna just quit beating around the bush. But it's up to you, free will, and I respect your desire. I respect your motive. I respect your intention. And I respect your decision if you choose not to email me at admin at welcome to the foundation.com. I respect it 100%. No hard feelings. But don't say I didn't tell you so. And don't say I didn't spell it out and I didn't put it right there. And I was stepping on toes the whole time. And all I was really, really pushing was for you to set up your private estate. Really, that's really it. You want to start your business? Cool. You want to do your business trust? I mean, your business credit? Cool. I'll help you with that, too. You're trying to do this, title it? Fine, cool. But really, you need to set up your private estate. You need to come out of her so you're not protective of their plagues. And they can only plague what they control, what they created. And if it didn't create it and it doesn't control it, then plague be gone, fool. But... Like I said, that's on y'all. I can't, you know, I can't control anyone but myself. And sometimes I can't even control myself, baby. So with that being said, I don't know. Y'all want me to take some calls? Anybody got anything to say you want to add? Otherwise, I'm up out of here, baby. But I, I trust that you, um, I trust that you gain something from the show. And that you gain something from these shows, you know. You know, I... I put a lot into them, but who cares, really? 
it's it's really about if you if you are able to gain if you are able to have had this experience of you checking out these shows or this show in particular or any of the shows and it and it added and helps you build because that's really what it's all about. I don't care about success. I'm not trying to hear you tell me, oh yeah, this. I don't care about success. Been there, done that. It was fun. Um, we all about significance. You're looking to be significant in your life, in your family, in your family generations. And I know the best way to do that is help you set up your private estate, help you learn how to administer it, and help you do your dance. Because that's going to affect generations and generations of your family. Multiple, 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 multiple children that grow into adults and experience life in their own way that will benefit from you having set up their family trust. Or not. I love you, though. Either way, you know, I love you. I ain't sitting next to you during holidays, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm going to take a couple calls, maybe one or two or something. Uh, I'm a little hungry, y'all. I was running around today, man. Federal holidays, man. A lot of, you know, a lot of business is shut down. You got to catch up, you know. So, you know, weeks where they got them, they, you know, they be having them federal holidays, man. Woo! Be running. Feel like I be running ragged. I got business to do. Uh, let me take this first caller, though. 732-6371. Eric code seven three two six three seven one peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, what's up? This is Cara Elamore, first time caller. Hey, peace, man. How you do? Doing good. Um, been basically binging your podcast since the pandemic started, and um, so I can't say I'm a long time listener, but I've listened to almost every episode you put out. Oh, okay, so, well, um, I mean, technically. Uh, and in a short time, I listened to a uh, a long run of your shows. I mean, if you want to be technical, but I, I respect that. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. That's what's up. Um, I love the content you're putting out, and I I usually listen on um, iTunes, but I finally decided to call in. You know, listen a day early so I could call in because I had a specific question that I was hoping that you would be able to help me with regarding trust, but specifically with. Um, the whole life because I know you're a big proponent of whole life uh, in the trust to build generational wealth um, the question particularly that I have concerning whole life is with what's going on in the uncertainty with the US dollar and you know us potentially I don't say us but the United States potentially switching over to this digital currency this US uh, coin or whatever they decide to call it in the future, how does that affect, or how could that potentially affect the uh, these private life insurance contracts? Because these contracts are written in U.S. dollars. So if that currency for some reason just you know fails, are these contracts still enforceable? That's a great question. Um, that's a really good question. So. Um, how that how that works? Um, life insurance contracts, mortgage contracts. You know, the specific language was in the contracts that basically states that um, the the value um, of the contract will will convert equally or nominally with with any uh, uh, conversion in currency or something like that. 
and really that's that's okay. to protect um you know the 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 equity of the contract or the essence of the contract itself you know um okay so now will the converted um currency we'll just call it uh nominally be in line with value of the previous currency i guess it really just depends on you know inflationary and deflationary effects because when we're talking about life insurance policy we're obviously talking about you know currency we're talking about fiat currency at least for now so you know that that is a part of it but you know um knowing that you know we're dealing in some capacity always um with the public um, whether you know it's through family business, whether it's through business trust, or what have you, um, the the those policies, how we look at them, are more of you know private family banks, you know, and specifically for the currency availability of it. Um, yes. So, is there going to be an overall loss in value potentially? Um, it'll be across the board though It's not going to be anything You know when you're dealing with a life insurance contract It's not going to be anything more severe Than you know uh, a, An equity uh, Or a stock in any type of um, You know uh, Company or something like that On a NASDAQ or whatnot. But um, you know we're dealing with um, We're dealing with currencies And if it's If it's the US dollars across the board It's going to be affected So um I think that's where I always point people to precious metals because I was always taught to look at gold and silver as insurance for your currency that you you hold in your estate or that you're kind of coerced or forced to deal with, whether publicly or privately, because that's the system that has been erected and been in play for hundreds and hundreds of years or whatever. Um, so, uh, I think, um, that question, which is a great question, really just, um, leads me to, um, articulate uh, once again that, um, you know, we got insurance for everything else, you know, car insurance, home insurance, you know, gold and silver insurance for the, for the paper money. So I think it's always prudent and accountable and responsible for uh, 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 every trustee to ensure that all allocations of funds and assets are, are diversified and um, okay. you know I feel like that foundation we're doing we're, we're going to have with regards to our private estates must be made up of tangible wealth the base the foundation is tangible wealth um, tangible assets, gold, silver, um, collectible cars, collectible art, diamonds, emeralds, pearls, um, things that appreciate in value, real estate, property. Um, and then once we establish that foundation of wealth for our state, um, we can really start getting into other instruments, which, you know, life insurance is an instrument. But barring any type of reset or something, and um, even even with the reset, even with what's going on, you know, uh, these contracts are supposed to keep 
they're supposed to stay ahead of inflation by contract anyways in these life insurance contracts so it's kind of it's kind of um uh it's kind of a wash in most instances you know yeah i was con- i was concerned with you know this has been a crazy year just in general i was concerned like this is the end you know we've we've heard i don't want to say we but those of us who try to study as much as possible know that the dollar, the U.S. dollar, has lost over 96% of its value since, you know, 1933. So I'm looking yeah. at this like this might be this might be the last hurrah, and uh, this U.S. dollar might not be around for the you know in a year or two. Like it, we might be that close to the end of this thing. And uh, especially when the news started coming out with the Fed coming out with the digital currency, I was like, yeah, it, it might be another year in the, that we have left in this dollar. So for someone who's, you know, in trustee training or just someone who's thinking about using life insurance for family banking and, and for growing generational wealth, with that, you know, I'm thinking, is this even a good place to store your fiat when fiat might even, at least in this this form might not even be around after a year or two so would it be make more sense to put as much as you can into gold and silver so that's kind of how I was thinking about it yeah yeah I think always as much as you can but you know look at it like I said as a you know gold and silver savings I I never tell anyone to look at it as an investment but you know at the same time when when you're dealing with life insurance it's you know like I said we got the fed coin it's it's obvious and, and you know i brought it up i've even read the i've read it you know so we know that's coming so it's just these contracts mortgages all this stuff is going to convert to the new currency it's just you know that's okay. what it is you know um so and that's why i'm like you know when understanding jurisdiction and kind of the point or one of the points of this show is to kind of point out that hey when you're dealing with some public stuff, in, in this case, life insurance, um, if if you're dealing with private entities, you know, or or private trusts, how how much that already has a bank account? How big of a deal is it that that private trust that has a bank account now deals in Fed coins? Is that a big deal? I don't think it's a big deal, but people know. might think it's a big deal, you know. Yeah. And 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 having the, as the, long the as private, you're not personally correct is the individual yeah. right? Is the yeah. do you have an individual account with individual Fed coins? Because I'm not doing that. I'm not. Nope. Not setting that up. No, I'm not. It's no. not me on. Nope. Now, am I going to do that with the credit profile number? Possibly. You know, I will. I will possibly. You know, but am I going to do it with the individual and Social Security number? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. Now, if I'm talking about a trust account or an LLC, uh, let's have this conversation. You know, and yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Understanding jurisdiction for what is coming, we must understand jurisdiction because we can't stop what's coming. We're not stopping this Fed coin. There's nothing we can do. And if you want to remain private, you understand what private is. We're dealing with private entities. You know, a private person is the trust, and when we understand jurisdiction, we understand who the private person is and how that applies. Now. Just because a private person deals with the Fed coin, it's going to be the same thing when the private trust deals with the Federal Reserve notes. And when you're dealing with a complex contractual entity, a contract trust, it 
um, only falls under statutory law, IRS code, on how the income is dispersed and how it's taxed. And it doesn't matter um, if it's Fed coins or U.S. dollars or U.S. Federal Reserve notes. Because in every other aspect, it is a contract. But when you're dealing with Federal Reserve notes and what I would say Fed coins, you know, it's it's still income to the trust. And we're still talking about how is the income uh, dispersed and how is it taxed. And all of that is according to the private contract. It don't matter just because, oh, it's Fed coins, so now they can impair the obligation to a contract. And that's that's really what I'm pointing at. And that's why I'm really... You were supposed to ask this question, and I appreciate you calling in to ask this question, because I, I think it really helps hammer home the whole point of this this episode. But um, yeah, life insurance is going to be converted to Fed coin. I would just, if the owner and the beneficiary of the life insurance policy is the family trust, what's the problem? You know. I hear you. Thank thank you for what's your time and your your response. It's been bugging me for weeks now, trying to figure this out. Oh man, my pleasure, absolutely I'm glad you called in And I appreciate you checking out the show in the archives, family I look forward to, you know, you calling in Or, you know, dealing with you in the private so, If I have more questions, I'll definitely call in And I'm, I'm looking you, man. forward to that trustee training Alright Alright, so, thanks for calling soon. in, man Peace. Yeah, Talk to you soon, peace <clears throat> Alright uh, I'm going to take another call at 915-0068 Nine one five zero zero six eight. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? What's going on, brother? So it's Dimitri. What's going on, fam? How you doing? Not much, man. I can't call it, man. I just what you talking about today is really on point. You know, with everything going on, man. If people can understand it, man. This, 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 man. This a nugget. Um, you know, I'm out here spraying juice on people. Juice boxes. Yeah, <laughs> I got the, I got the juice. I'm trying to give me all yeah, the juice. Man, you dripping juice, you know. But that that last caller, man, for a first time caller, that was a good question, man. I was saying that was a good question while he was asking it. You know, it had me yeah. thinking. But yeah. with everything going on, we just got to stay prepared, man. Keep them gears and our brains turning, you know. But. I mean, I, I just feel like this. I just want everybody to hear this part, man. If everybody can just, you know, play this show a couple times, get that document, uh, that document that you should put out, the difference between public and private, and you you are able to express that in a situation, it it turns the whole table. You know, it turns the whole table. Certain people are being trained, you know, how to talk. Us and things of that nature Because a lot of times they don't want problems If you know what you're talking about And I'm just saying that from experience If you stand your ground and know what you're talking about And don't cause a ruckus in a sense And show them that you're not the one to be played with You understand jurisdiction And that you just know what you know You can take me where I gotta go Wherever you wanna take me But the story doesn't change So I mean once you get that out of the way Man it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful Thing to do, or uh, like to live, you know. I know you know. I mean, it's marvelous. It's luxurious and marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> I like that term. I like that term. So, man, I this good show. That's that's all I really just have to say. Really good show, man. And it just reminded me that hey, 
stay abreast of the public and private. You know, we live in the private. And I need to, you know, stay abreast to it. I I, I, I have that document. I look at it. And it's good to hear this, you know, for a reminder. But this is our foundation. Like, this is what I'm built off of, that public and private document. Everybody should have it, understand it, read it. I had my daughter read the private side just so she can know it's a difference. So everybody needs to know. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad you, uh, you know, I'm, it pleases me that you, you know, consider this to be a good show. Um, you know, yeah, man. Especially awesome. with something, you know, when I'm talking about something that you already have and you've referenced, if you looked at it, you had your daughter look at it, and you still think it's a good show. That's what's up. Appreciate that, man. man. It's awesome. It's awesome. I'm, I'm just gonna share this little incident one time. You know, I had a party one time. You know, and uh, the party was for my daughter. You know, and then it got kind of. You know, hey, we got we got we received more people to the party than what we expected due to social media. So, needless to say, everything was under control until one person says the wrong thing and everybody wants to start running out and it looked real bad on my part. But once the authorities got to my place of business and they realized that they didn't have anything to say because no one got hurt, everything everybody was accounted for. Um, I made sure I held law and order. Everything was cool. It was just a mix-up and a misunderstanding. But once the officer realized, hey, you're not talking to the average Joe Smoke, you know, I don't watch TV all day and I'm not done down by all your shenanigans and I didn't graduate from public school, you know, you have a good day. You have a good day and there was nothing to hear about after that. Once everything was hashed out, and I, I, I can tell you that that was one of my first times like ever dealing with law enforcement with this information and having a stern understanding and no problem. Because before, when you think you know, you don't know, you need to go read. And that's what I did. But when I knew I knew and I started talking, that's a different story. So it behooves you. It's, it's mandatory for everyone to know the difference between public and private. That can be the difference between why you're sitting in jail or why you're not. And everybody want to read when you go to jail, but you should have been reading when you was in your house or your home, you know? So that's my little story, my little tidbit. And it, and it felt good to know that and see it with my own eyes and experience it. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times they don't, you know, if you, especially if you just stay in honor, though, man, that's that's the main thing. Yeah, Staying in honor, absolutely. you know, not getting not getting crazy, not getting controversial, yep. you know, not participating yep. in the controversy. Everything's going crazy. You stand there speaking all articulate and calm and it stuff. That's so, exactly what happened it's, because it's, it was kind of chaotic. One of his buddies was a little mad. You know, I could read body language. I'm trained myself. You know, I understand what's going on. So you can't sit there and just you know keep running the muck on me, but at the same time I stay cool, stay calm. The officer comfortable, he understand that all right, I can talk to this guy. I can make some sense of the situation. Let's go home after this. Mm-hmm. Good deal, man. Tell him. You gotta yeah. let them know what you're thinking. But man, I, I just hope everybody get what I get from the show, man. You know? But man, you hold it down, you do your thing. I gotta call you tomorrow. I've been 
kind of absent, man. I've been running back and forth out of town, making things happen. I got people in my family wanting to make moves. I've been needing to be places. It, it kind of pulled me behind the from behind the desk once I started operating. So been missing training, but I've been training, if that makes sense. No, nah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, man. Call me tomorrow. Yeah, man, your information had me busy. Yes, sir. <laughs> Take it easy, man. Peace to the foundation and all the listeners, man. Whoever listening and you thinking about it, be about it, man. Grind hard. Go in on this study. And you're going to come out a new man or woman. That go for everybody. But you take it easy, so I chop it up with you in the morning, tomorrow afternoon, sometime. Okay, man. Sounds good, man. Be easy. Be safe. Talk to you soon. Peace. All right. All right. Uh, I mean, this looks kind of familiar. Why not? 484-0472. 484-0472. Peace. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Bye-bye. Peace, good brother. You know what it is, man. I just got to get with you. Today's show is the shit, man. Please, <laughs> That's what's up, like, man. Where at? I, I got to get you. Today's show is the shit. I need, please, I emailed you. Please shoot that joint over to me. I, I need that joint like yesterday, man. Um, Please continue on with that. But like that question, that, that, that first time, yo, whoever that first time caller is, I missed your name. Go ahead. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Go ahead. The first time caller, whoever, I, I, I missed his name, but that question was like, came down one of the best questions. Like, I salute that brother. Cause that question is the shit. Please elaborate on that. Please go in a little bit more. Cause I knew what you were saying, but I want to make sure like I, I really get it. And I want everybody else who just caught, like whoever, whoever else is listening, I want to make sure they get it too. Cause what you said right there was just like a nice stiff jab to a motherfucker. What did I say? What's going on? Well, you was explaining to him how, like, with those private contracts to the whole life insurance, how it can basically convert it to any currency. And then how you can put it so it's the beneficiary of that currency, the beneficiary of that contract is your private trust. And how basically, when you mess with that Fed, that new Fed coin, that Fed currency, whatever, it really isn't fucking with you because it's going off your that private that private trust or whatever that you're administering. Yeah, you just said it. You said it right there. Wow. But I you like the way you... I like the way you so eloquently said it, though, good brother. I, I give the clip no version. I like the way you <laughs> eloquently stated that, John, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, uh, it's, um, I just, you know, I'm just bringing, first and foremost, I want to let people know who the person is. Second of all, I want to know, let people know who the private person is, because a lot of people think that they are the private person, and it's not true. And I got, you know, I got studies and, and citations to show. And then second of all, you know, the brother asked about the contract and I get him. And he was really talking about the value. And, then, you know, I'm just letting him know that all contracts like that, life insurance contracts, mortgages, they have a clause in them that, you know, if there's a currency conversion or something, uh, not a currency conversion, but a reset, whatever the new currency is, you know, the contract will be valued in that currency. So it's going to be relative. You know, and if and we we know it's going to digital, so it's going to FedCoin. You know, so it what do, what do you got to do? You just they're just going to convert the checking account that the trust already has to a FedCoin account. Boom! It's it's no big deal. It's it, it, that's just the way I look at it. Now you might get people that'll jump out and be like, "No, nah, it's the worst," and this is how, and, da, da, da. and I would love to hear that perspective and to be able to you know critique that perspective without. You know, getting into 
you know, some sort of argument or emotional tantrum, but you know, which typically happens when 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 I just ask people questions. But the bottom line is, is you know, I can understand the concern that the brother had, and I mean, it, it was a great question because it shows that he's thinking and he's thinking ahead. But like it, the the name of the game and the name of the show, right? You know, tonight is for what is coming. You must understand in jurisdiction. If you understand jurisdiction, it doesn't matter. And if I understand contract law, it's just going to be converted to the new currency. You know, it's it's going to keep you moving. It's going to transfer over. It's going to allow us. Like back in the day when they had that, you know, record player, my grandma had a record player to where it like it would throw another record on top of the old record and keep playing, you know, like a continuous play record player and stuff. And that's what's going to happen with the currency. It's just going to keep, you know, blah, next record. Smooth. And I mean, if you have the right person, if you're administering the private person properly, you know, the natural person, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. As so I say, some people might, you know, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, fam. So if you're using Federal Reserve notes now, or you're you're, you're transacting the Federal Reserve notes now with your private entities and your LLC, what's going to be the problem with using the Fed coin with your private entities and your LLC? And that's, that's just the thing. And then I guess the way I say it, it just makes people, it clicks. You know? People say I got to worry with words and stuff, so I just keep talking. But, um, yeah, it's, it's the same thing. This is, the Fed coin is no different, man. It's just, you're tripping if you're not private. If you don't have private structures, then you're tripping. No, you don't want the Fed coin. It's digital. You can do it. Let, you know, it's a private contract. It's not a statutory entity. Let, let the bank Take the Fed coins out the trust account, man. See what happens, man. See what happens, man. <laughs> and it's to the point where all you gotta understand is the contract law. That's all you gotta understand. You ain't got you don't need a lawyer, you don't need an attorney, nothing. What's the what's the claim? Uh impair the obligation of a contract. <laughs> how how do they do that? Well, here's the contract and this is what happened. You don't need a lawyer to say that, and an attorney, nothing. You just maybe gotta study the pleadings a little bit. You know the pleadings, and you know how how you put the paperwork in, but that's pretty much all you got to say, and, it, and it's very simple. And I just think you know there is a lot of people on YouTube and a lot of people doing podcasts scaring the shit out of everybody right now, scaring everybody, man. You know, and part of it is you know, um, don't don't buy, don't put your money. Into fiat currencies because fiat currencies go to zero all the time, which is true. It's true. Put your money in gold and silver, and a lot of time that's gold and silver companies or those um, people who get paid or commissions off of gold and silver companies and stuff. You got to see. You always got to understand what what the point is. But you no, know, these same um, pontificators. Are not talking about well yeah every time a certain currency goes to zero there's other currencies typically other currencies that take its place and then another national currency rises up it's not like oh nigga we ain't got no currencies no more oh it's over we're done we got to use dirt and salt and spices and stuff <laughs> like it's just it's just part of the narrative and you know I, I I like to um provide clarity to you know those types of thought processes so that's it, man. I'm done. What's good? You good? Well, I appreciate you, dude. Like, we're right. I pre- like, listen, man. My wife said it. My wife said it best, man. She's like, yo, that brother is just so he's he's just soothing with this information. 
Cause you are your brother. Like yo, you need to go in. I gotta, I, I gotta make one, one, one recommendation for everyone on the line. Y'all don't know me from Joe Blow, but I'm telling y'all, actually, three recommendations. I recommend you all hop in this trust training, the private trust training. It will literally change your life. I'm living a fucking example of it. Like where we're at, I'm, I'm truly a living example of it. And the second thing I watch, I want everyone. If you have Netflix, it's two movies on Netflix. You should watch ASAP. You really get what this brother is expressing and explaining. One is the laundromat. It will blow your fucking mind. Like we're at, please give me recursion, but it will literally it'll change your thought process and a lot of things. It'll really connect a lot of dots with what the brother just said. Another one, it's a crazy movie. It's about these brothers who rob banks, and it's called Hell or High Water. But the reason behind everything they're doing, and, and I'm, I'm not trying to give away the movie, but I'm going to give a little hint about the movie, is the movie is about a trust, and it shows you the power of a trust. So that's, that's, that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to shut up. Do your thing, good brother. Thank you for, for, for being on the air. Please continue. And just, just have a great night on purpose, good brother. Real rap, man. Oh, man, I appreciate it, man. It's always a pleasure, man. Appreciate you. And, um, you know, hey, I'm glad you're over there winning. That's what's up. You deserve it. Worked hard and stuff. So keep it up, man. And, um, yeah, thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Peace to the gods. All right, y'all. I know, I know. There's like, man, there's more callers, man. I love y'all, though. I'm, I'm out. I love y'all. I'm, I'm, I had a long day. I was putting together beds and stuff for family, my, for my niece. I was, I was manual, manual labor, man. If I'm not working out, I, I hate manual labor. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe my ancestors were indentured servants. I don't know what happened, man, but it's in my DNA, fam. Mm. So, you know, it's been a long day. And, uh, you know, I appreciate y'all, though. You know, I trust y'all. Y'all gained a lot, you know, with regards to this jurisdiction. I mean, I, everything is connected, you know. And, you know, I know I know. sometimes you feel alone. I know sometimes you feel like it's, it's just you. I know you sometimes maybe you feel like you're by yourself. And there's no one to relate to you or there's no one that can relate to your struggle or relate to your intentions or relate to your goals or your passions or your pains. And I feel that. And, I, and you know, look, there's nobody that can empathize and understand that those positions probably more than me. OK. And. I know that. And I, and I know how it feels. But what I will say is this. Hands down. You have the power. You have the power to change your life. You have the power to sit up one day in your bed. You got up. You woke up. Doesn't matter. And say, you know what? I paid my dues. It's time for me from now on to start being happy, living a healthy lifestyle, and getting what I want on this planet during this existence as I walk and live and breathe. And make a choice, make a determination that you're done with the majority of the negativity. You're done with the majority of the toxic relationships in your life. And I'm not saying cut people off, but you might have to just start holding people more accountable. You might have to say, hey, man, look, I don't like it when you talk to me like that. I don't like and it makes me feel like this. And maybe niggas will say you a bitch ass nigga talking about your feelings. But look, those are the people that you ain't supposed to be having around you. Because if, if you have people around you that don't respect your feelings then that means they don't respect you. 
And if you continue to have people around you that don't respect you, how do you respect yourself? And it's really about self-respect. You deserve it. You're brilliant. You're smart. You've been through a lot. You've overcome a lot. You've dealt with a lot. You know, you dealt with a lot of disappointment and a lot of people letting you down and people taking from you and 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 counting you out and, and other people underestimating you and talking negatively about you and thinking that they know you and know why you do things and all these things, man. Use that to fuel your drive and get up every single day. I was telling a client today, get up every single day and do something. Do something. Because while they're over there talking about you, hating on you or, you know, talk, whatever, and while the other people are over there boohooing about their life and what they went through and how they were treated, you over there doing. You over there doing. And it continues to build and it snowballs. And the next thing you know, your life is completely different. You can't believe where you're at, what you're doing, how much money you have, how you're being treated by your significant other or whatever. You would never have thought that you would be here. And you're just thankful for every single day. And it can happen to you. And it starts with you making a choice for you. You know, I'm just the messenger. I'm the seeker of truth. I found some stuff. I'm just telling you. So that, you know, I converted. I go back and forth, you know. I I wobble back and forth simultaneously, 100% in the middle with balance of the seeker of truth. Simultaneously, the speaker of truth. And I'm just telling you the truth. And there's a lot of people out there that ain't going to tell you the truth. They're going to lie about themselves. They're going to lie about you. And it has a lot to do with ego. And those of us who can control our egos, we have the world ahead of us. And I know there's a lot of stuff going on in the news and the the so-called economy and stuff like that. And you got to understand, there's a difference between public and private. All right? And there's really nothing to be worried about. And if you're listening to this show, you're ahead of 99% of the people around you. But you got to be smart. And you got to think ahead. And you got to be accountable. And you got to be consistent. And you got to be dedicated. So it takes work. But you can get it. And you'll get it because you're working and you deserve it. So with that being said, I trust. Trust with all of my will and being that you were able to gain something from this episode of the foundation my name is so l and it's been an absolute pleasure as always and you know i look forward to the day that we all can you know do business together i really do and in order for that to happen we all have to be on equal footing and with it with at least similar or equal knowledge and i'm gonna tell you this i do business and trust straight up so in order for us to do business together you and your family have to do business and trust as well and the foundation is here to assist your I'm sorry you and your family in that private transition please do yourself your health your wealth a favor and email me admin at welcome to the foundation.com at the very minimum Set up a uh, consultation. Let me tell tell me about you, what you do, how you get money, what is important to you, what drives you, who you trust, who you don't trust. You know, 
What do you want to do? Where are you working? How are you making money? And I'll tell you what I think you should do and how you should do it. And, you know, of course, nine times out of ten, man, ten times out of ten, you need, you need to transition. You need to set up your private state. <laughs> that's the foundation, man. That's, that's the whole name of the game. The name of the show is the foundation. And what's the foundation? Your private state and the knowledge that you need and acquire to administer that private estate properly and protect those assets and protect that generational wealth. So admin at welcome to the foundation.com, www World Wide Web dot welcome to the foundation.com. Com is short for commerce. <laughs> if y'all didn't know, <laughs> it's public, baby. Don't jump on a public forum like Twitter or Facebook talking about they censoring my free speech. It doesn't exist. It's a a public commercial website built by a corporation. You don't have free speech on those platforms. My bad, I digressed. But www.welcometothefoundation.com. Sign up for the email list at the very least. At least you'll get notifications for the shows, notifications for specials, notifications for information that's being put out. And I trust, you know, that you have a great week, a wonderful week. You enjoy yourself. You take care of yourself. That you say 10 things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep two nights and every single night. And I'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs> right here on High Frequency Radio Network. It's been a pleasure. My name is Sotel, L. And this is The Foundation. I'll catch you next time. Peace to the gods. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio.